This is Up for Debate presents The Ballad of Rocky Balboa. Tonight, episode number 184, recorded August 13th, 2020. Chapter 7, Creed and Creed 2. Victor Drago, son of Ivan Drago, who infamously killed Apollo Creed, appeared today to issue a challenge to Adonis Creed. Don't do this. I ain't got a choice. That's the same thing your father said, and he died right here in my hands. That kid was raised in hate. It's dangerous. He broke things in me that ain't never been fixed. It ain't worth it. It's not just us anymore, Dave. I want to rewrite history. If you want to fight this man, that's your business. But don't pretend this is about your father. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this Up for Debate Presents, talking all about the Rocky series. I am Sean Jennings. He is Matt Mariani. And Matt, we've got a series of movies tonight that's going from Yo, Adrian, to Yo, Adrian. <laughs> I worked very hard on that joke. Uh, I can tell you, you've been waiting weeks, weeks, and maybe even months to uh, unleash that on our well, fans. And then what pisses me off is I work really hard on that joke, and then like two seconds before I hit record, Matt's like, oh, maybe we're talking about the band Creed, which is a much better joke. Uh, I was so mad. Scooped yo, me again. Yo, Adrian. I, uh... <laughs> you know, because it's more modern. What are some songs Creed made? I'm trying to think of their, their what they're... I know with arms wide open, I think yep. is the with arms wide open. That's one of the one of the ones um, they're known for there. And I think they had one or two. All right, let's see. Creed band. Creed is an American rock band. Scott Stapp, noted bad person. Um, all right, where's the freaking? Where's the discography? Creed discography. Page I never thought I'd visit in my life. Higher. <laughs> Can you take me higher? I think that's that's the one I remember. And that's then the one that speaks to me. My most. my sacrifice. How does that uh, one go? You know, I I think I think higher is probably the only one I've heard. So. Can you change it to the PlayStation before? What setting do I need the TV on? Uh... You have to hit input twice, Katie. Is it HDMI 2 or 1? It was on 1. It's not working on either one. Uh, oh, you want to get onto the PlayStation? No, I want to be on the TV. Uh, oh, you have 1. It should be 1. If, it, if it's still not working? Give it, give it a minute. Okay. It has to be 1. Sean just wasted half of his uh, tape reel on that. Oh, no. He's got to get more tape now. I'm not editing any of this out. <laughs> this is all staying in. Podcast reel is expensive, Katie. Doesn't just grow on podcast no. trees. Bad Matthew that I have a background in media and understand how recording works. <laughs> but, but he can't fix the HDMI ports. What, yeah, you I know? was going to say, but you can't flip the input. He's not helping his case. Input. I tried one and two, and neither one's working. So I wanted to know if you unplugged anything. I didn't unplug. I unplugged the PlayStation. That was it. To plug the Xbox in. And that was all I did. I don't. Oh, wait a minute. 
I might be a dirty liar. Mm-hmm. I might have unplugged the cable. Uh-huh. If that's the case, then the only thing that's not plugged in is the cable. So just unplug one of the plugs. Unplug the TV. HDMI 1 is on the side of the TV. Yeah, so HDMI the people listening at home, just hit skip a couple times <laughs> on your player until you just don't hear this anymore. Sean, did you hear that he admitted to being a dirty liar? That's what I heard. Oh, it's on that expensive podcast tape. So we got it. We've got it. It's now on record. I, I have I have lied. Well, let's see if we can redeem you in the next hour, Matt. You know, you know who never lies though is Apollo Creed. Okay. He's dead. Odd transition. Because he's dead. Odd transition. Uh, but I'm pretty sure I I do believe during the during the show. Uh, during the movie, uh, Apollo Creed never lied, right? Is that correct? He I never mean, he really did say he lie. was going to beat Ivan Drago. I don't know if that's a lie or a, more of a prediction that failed. Yeah, I, I would say that's probably a failed prediction. That's probably a um, a, a misplace in, in his own mm. uh, belief in himself. Well, you know, Matt, if these movies have you believe anything, it's that Apollo Creed was the greatest boxer who ever lived, which the first two movies don't really, or even the first five, six movies don't do that particularly good job of setting up. Um, but that's okay. Matt, we're continuing our list, uh, our watch through of the Rocky film franchise. And we are down to the final two movies, which we're covering tonight. Creed uh, from 2015 and Creed two from 2018, uh, all the way after 2006's Rocky Balboa, the franchise is back. And this time Rocky, is even older. Uh, but we have a fresh face on the scene. The one, the only Michael B. Jordan. Uh, Matt, what did, uh, what are, what are your initial, where do you initially go on these movies? So I think going in just specifically about Michael B. Jordan going in, uh, I was very excited because I think Michael B. Jordan's a great actor. And, uh, these films really did, uh, really just just kind of further confirm that to me uh i don't know if you're familiar with the wire sean Mm. but that's that's kind of where michael b jordan made his debut um he was a uh character in i think season two or season three of the wire uh and he just he was just phenomenal and the thing was during the uh when he was filming he was only like i don't know 12 or 13 maybe 14 years old when uh filming for that series so uh now i'm seeing he was on the cosby show i'm looking uh, through his, his um yeah just for an episode no he was on all Zion- my children for a number of years uh also starred in friday night lights yes friday night lights yes that's um he came in later in that series uh did you ever do you ever see friday night lights Sean? no people keep telling me i should um I- but yeah. Kind of think that that might be that might be your thing. It's, yeah, it's uh, borderline. It's uh, it's okay. It's 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 very much okay. You're yeah. really selling me on it. Yeah, it's it's. I I don't think I ever uh, I think I ever finished the series. Now that I'm thinking about it, might have only seen like a season or two. Which is probably why I don't remember Michael B. Jordan being on it. But apparently he was for a good amount of episodes. Uh, he played Wallace in The Wire. That was the name of yes. his character. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a like a young kid trying to get out of Baltimore. Um, yeah, I mean, Michael B. Jordan, look, I, I believe the way the kids, the, the term the kids use is, uh, I stan 
Michael B. Jordan. Uh, I'm a big Michael B. Jordan fan. I think, for my money, probably the best single individual performance in a Marvel movie with Killmonger. I thought he was just out of his mind in that role. Um, so good. Maybe the best individual performance in one of those movies. That's interesting. I um, I thought that was kind of a weak role for him. Really? Yeah, I, I wasn't. I, wasn't I thought that he confused. he outshined Chadwick Boseman in that movie, in my opinion, in terms of acting and performance. Really, more compelling That's... than Chadwick Boseman, and I liked Chadwick Boseman. Do we do we actually have opposing views on here? Because oh. I, I think the exact opposite. Um, now, to be fair, I haven't I seen the Chad- movie since I saw it in theaters. So maybe my, that years ago. So maybe maybe my opinions have changed. But first of all, I, I get a little sidetracked, but I do think that the name Chadwick is an awesome name. And this is now um, there's a uh, a baseball player for the Giants, I believe. His name is Chadwick Chadwick Trump. Yeah. So. Um, it's a, it's a cool name, but yeah, no, I, I, I definitely couldn't disagree with you more. I thought yep. that the, uh, I thought that his role in, um, in Black Panther was okay. I thought he he was okay. I thought he felt like he was kind of mailing it in for me, but, um, I don't know. That's that's weird that we that we disagree on that. He, he the world probably well, agrees with you. I, if, if I have any experience with this thing, it's that my opinion's probably wrong. No, but. no. I mean, I, I'm probably giving him more credit. <laughs> I mean, who do you think had a better individual performance in a Marvel movie? Who, who's like, of all the Marvel movies, who are you like, that is a great singular acting performance? For, for anybody? Yes. Robert Downey Jr. No, I because he is <laughs> yeah, so much that... Awesome. No, he is so much that character. And that character... Yeah, he does better in the later movies, but it's, I don't know. I, it, to me, it's not as multidimensional. I guess if if there's a standout performance of anyone, uh, maybe yeah, no, I, Vin Diesel is Groot? Sure. Groot. He just has to keep saying Groot. But he just does he it so says, well. He just says it so right. He just kind of nails it every time he... Quite a challenging I, performance. Uh, no, you know what? I, I think it would actually be um, the name is escaping me now, but he's a re- like a wrestler, and he was Drax. Yes, Drax. Da- Dave, yes. Dave Batista. Dave he, Batista. He is, he is very yep. good in that role, but he is also more comic relief in that role. Yes, because he always yes. sa- he always does the joke where he doesn't understand what sarcasm is and thinks everything's literal. Yes, which is fun, and it never gets old. Um, and we just won't talk about Michael B. Jordan in the Fantastic Four movie. Um, we'll just breeze right past that. Oh, yeah. He wasn't. Uh, yes, that very not good movie. Oops. Well, you know what? They, there's always one or two flops in there. Yeah, but... and he really hasn't done a ton since Creed um, in terms of, like, big films. No. A lot of kind no, of Oscar stuff, of some a... TV stuff. Um, he, well, he really we'll talk later about a, a future project that he might be a part of. It's there you go. Here, but. Well, we're not just here to talk about Michael Bajordan, because uh, there are a lot of other great actors in this movie. Sylvester Stallone reprising his role as Rocky Balboa, Tessa Thompson, Felicia Rashad, Graham McTavish, another great name in acting, Dolph Lundgren. 
Another great name in general, Graham McTavish. Graham McTavish. It's like a golfer's name. Graham McTavish is, you know, he's about to sink the winning putt for the PGA Tour. Like clap. Clap, clap, clap. Yeah, golf clap. Um, yeah, Matt, I, you know, did, did you see these movies when they first came out? They're certainly a lot more recent than the other films we've discussed. Um, I did not. I believe I did not. Yeah, I, I definitely didn't see this when they came out. I did see the first Creed um, a while back, but it was one of those, like, it was on TV in the background. Don't think I really paid it much mind until I rewatched it, of course, for for our show tonight. Um, so, I don't know. Where should we start with this one? Creed. I mean, I, I can start right out, Matt, and say, um, good idea on paper. Excellently shot films, especially the first one. Uh, some of the, a, a lot of like continuous single camera shots and some of the fight scenes are really excellent. I really could care. I could, I was mixed. I could not care less about these two movies. <laughs> They, they were so, as soon as I turned them off, I didn't remember anything that happened in them. I mean, it's not that they were bad. They were just fine. Yeah, I, I kind of had that feeling too. Bl the word bland kind of jumped out to me a couple times when I'm th thinking about the direction for this movie. I think it if it weren't, if, if Michael B. Jordan weren't in this movie, if it were a different... I'll say a lesser actor. I I don't even know if we would be talking about these movies. I mean, I guess we would have to talk about them because they're in the Rocky canon, but we would have I – mean, what I'm saying is we would have even less to talk about. Well, uh, he, he really – I think he really does shine in this role. It's easy to see how this role made him uh, it kind of break out. This was like his breakout mature role, you know, him, him coming into his own Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. And I can 100% see why for that. Um, well, but and, and that's other, kind of other than him, yeah. You know, that's what's crazy is you look at the other, look at all the other Rocky movies and name good actors in those movies. Maybe Sylvester Stallone, but I'm not going to go nuts over any of the acting performances in those movies. That's not what's great about them. There are lots of things great about the Rocky movies. The acting performances, I would argue, maybe Stallone. However, well, I mean, oh, I would I would make a case for Hulk Hogan in uh, Thunderlip, <laughs> Thunder, Thunderlips, <laughs> Thunderlips, right? Yeah, on oh, all right. him him and uh, Tommy Gunn. Uh, no, uh, but what's crazy about this is it, they got such good actors to be in this. Michael B. Jordan, who's amazing, Tessa Thompson, who I think is is very good, Westworld, um, and uh, Thor Ragnarok, she's fantastic. Felicia Rashad, who is a little more in the second one, but in the first one, I'm like, she's barely in this and she's very good. Um, and even Dolph Lundgren, I thought did a really great job in these movies. I, it's honestly the story in the script that let them down because I think making this was sort of, and I'm going to do my grand conclusion early in the episode, unfortunately, but you know, we talk about Rocky movies being cliche in a lot of ways. And the thing is, Rocky, the first set of Rocky movies were cliche today, but they weren't cliche when they came out. They set the cliche. 
We reference those movies as being the ones who spawned the montage cliche or the the, the underdog or sort of some of these different tropes of these types of movies started with Rocky. That's why we love them. What Creed and Creed 2 did is they're cliche movies, but they're just copying what was already done. There's nothing original about them. These scripts were so formulaic and uninteresting to me that they blew a chance on a great idea. Creed, Apollo Creed's son, grew up on the streets. A born fighter who never knew his dad is going to prove that he's he's his own person. And it's up to Rocky to train him. I love that idea. If you're going to bring back Rocky, what a great way to do it. And these movies so spoil that with movies that are too long, that are bloated, that are cliche, and that are just uninteresting. Yeah. That's my neat little summation. Really, I, I think you, you kind of hit it on the head. It's in, in a perfect world, this movie, like most of the movies in the, in the franchise, would have been like short art piece movies. Like they would have been they would have been like no longer than like a 30 minute runtime, I think. 20 to 30 minutes, just everything really easily could be condensed in there. But you got to make space for my personal favorite moment of the film, Sean, my, my 100% favorite moment of the film um, is when they go and get a real, authentic Philly cheesesteak from wherever they go. I don't even know. I don't remember where they went. Some, somewhere that's famous in Philly. But God, in that moment when I saw that, I, I was like dying. I needed a cheesesteak, Sean. <laughs> That, that was the uh, the only part in this movie that was kind of worth anything to me. It, it, I don't know. Maybe it's just, maybe I'm just disillusioned from watching so many of these in sh- such a short span of time. But it uh, it, it it didn't. The movie really didn't move me in any way, other than just to say that George Michael B. Jordan is a great actor. Well, and, and it's not kind of killed it in this role. They're not it, bad movies. They're they're no. competently made. No, no, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely not. I, I didn't, I, I didn't, I didn't feel sick when I was watching the movie. I didn't say like, what, a, what a disaster this is. It's just, you know, it, it's, it, it just felt like a, like I wanted to do other things while watching this movie. I wanted to, I, I think I did. I must have done like three crosswords in the New York Times crossword app. Like, shout out to that app, by the way. Awesome crosswords, always a lot of fun. I, I play the crosswords like every day. But I, I had I had no interest or desire to stay focused on watching the movie to its conclusion. It was it just ran on a little long, and it, it was a very much a Rocky movie. It was you know you knew what was going to happen, you knew how it was going to happen. It was very much paint by numbers. Well, you you know what my scene was that really just absolutely killed me, just absolutely killed me was and actually both movies had an example of this, but in the first Creed where the Rocky gets cancer, okay? We'll talk more <laughs> about that, but where he's in the doctor's office and the doctor hands him some pamphlets. And I swear to God, in my head, I said, oh, he's going to put those in those pockets and not tell uh, Adonis. And he's going to find them in his pocket and that's how he's going to learn he has cancer. Because it's, it's that cliche. You can predict these things before <laughs> it happens. And then it does happen where he just like bumps into his jacket and sees like, so you have cancer brochures. And I'm like, no! <laughs> 
you're so much better than this. It was very it's frustrating. Like the, uh, yeah, I was going to say it's like that the scene in all the young movie, the after school movies where it would be like the, the kids doing drugs and the, the bumps into the kid and the, like pack of cigarettes flies out of their pocket. Whoa, you're doing drugs. Not cool. It just reminded me of that. Whoa, Rocky, you have cancer. Not cool. No, it's more like, yo, Rocky, you have cancer. You should probably get that treated with like chemo or something. And then he, I'm just going to fight the cancer with my boxing gloves. That's kind of I, I, ultimately that's what he decides to do, right? He doesn't he doesn't go in for treatment. No, he event, no he no. At first he isn't, first, and then and then and then Creed says something along the lines of like, "If I'm gonna fight in the ring, you gotta fight cancer." And I'm yes. like, <laughs> I, I literally, I swear to God, when he went to the doctor's office and he learned he had cancer, I said out loud, "They gave Rocky cancer." <laughs> no, why? Yeah, I don't really. I that uh. I think they needed – they really needed to give him something to do other than just be an old trainer. Like he was – he was just basically going to be Adonis' version of Paul of, – um, of uh, – I almost called him Pauly. Not not Pauly. His, his version of his, his, his coach. Mick. Mick. Mickey. Mick. Yeah. He was going to be Mickey. Yeah. He was going to be the, the Mickey for Adonis. And I, they, they, I guess they needed him to have a, a more complex – plot line because he's rocky you know he's gotta he's gotta do stuff he's gotta do rocky stuff he's gotta fight stuff but that's what i'm saying it's just so bloated they probably they were probably in a pitch meeting and they were like what is you know what what is this movie missing rocky needs to fight but we already had him be too old to fight in the last movie we can't do that same shtick again where he's too too old to fight oh we'll have him fight Fight what? Fight bankruptcy. Oh, no, we already did that in Rocky V. Fight uh, communism. No, wait, we already did that in Rocky IV. Um, so they, they they landed on fight non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Oh, my God. So his toughest opponent yet. Gross. So Hated that. That's what he did. Yeah. Um, like, did we need another reason to cheer for Rocky Balboa? Like, really? Did the movie really have to be like, geez, there's some way we've got to redeem this guy in the eyes of the people watching this movie? We'll give him cancer. Um, so I wanted to see him fight communism again. I mean, he, like I said, you're right. He'd already, def- you know, he already had world peace. So, mm-hmm. you know, he took down the, the wall. So why not cancer? You think that in, in a future Rocky movie, he'll fight COVID? Like not like have COVID, but he'll like he'll like become a doctor. He'll get like a medical degree, and like it'll be about him finding a cure. I, I can see uh, I can see Creed. Vaccine. I can see Creed now. Rocky, if I got to fight in the ring, you've got to fight COVID nineteen. <laughs> There's a montage with Rocky with a bunch of beakers and test tubes, <laughs> which is funny because. Uh, Dolph Lundgren is an actual chemist, uh, has a chemistry, uh, a doctorate in chemistry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that was another that was another dumb thing. This movie, again, another great example of these dumb, dumb choices where uh, Creed travels to Philadelphia to meet Rocky and convince him to train him because the movie needs him to. And they're in Rocky's restaurant, Adrian's restaurant, and uh, Creed asks him who won the third fight. 
Now, one of the great sort of unanswered questions in this franchise and really in all of movies, it's so rare for a movie to end without an answer and never give it. Who won that third fight between the two of them? And rather than the movie doing the smart thing, like leaving the mystery alive, or even giving more context, Rocky simply says, Creed. <laughs> and I'm like, what an unsatisfying ending to a decades-long mystery. Yeah. I, I didn't even... I, I it, was, it was so bizarre. That moment in, in the movie was so bizarre. Like... I always, I, I never really wondered who won that fight. I, I always just kind of assumed it was, it was like a sparring match between the two of them. It was like a playful kind of non, you know, non-serious contest. And then I never wondered who won. Yeah. It's like, it's not like a Greedo shoots first moment for the, but I guess for the Rocky fans, it always was. But yeah, he, no, he, he pretty much in no uncertain terms, just like, oh yeah, you know, Creed won. Nothing like, oh, it was a close match or I'll never tell. that or something. You know, he could have played it up like that, but it is like Creed. Next question. Just kind of brush it off. <laughs> so weird. Uh, what did you think of the um, quote-unquote villain in this one? I, I guess not – I never know whether to really call them villain. I mean, some of them were villainous, like Drago. But, like, you know, I, Apollo Creed was technically the villain of – the first Rocky movie, but he's just kind of an opponent. He's not really a bad person. We even said he, he's much more interesting than Rocky in, the, in that movie. Yeah, I would say the uh, villain of Rocky one is poverty and a low IQ. Uh, yeah, that Rocky is fighting against and racism a little and, bit. Yeah, a little bit, and being not yeah. good at boxing until the movie needs him to be. Um, yeah, yeah. The villains, you know, obviously in the first movie, he fights. Um, uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, what was the, the what was the boxer's name from the Conlin? Donnie Con <laughs> no Conlin. It's not Donnie Conlin. It's just regular Conlin. Conlin. Why can't I find this on the freaking Wikipedia page? Oh, pretty pretty Rick, pretty Ricky Conlin. Portrayed by yeah. Anthony Bellew, uh, a former professional boxer. Um, basically, what happens is uh, Pretty Ricky is supposed to fight another boxer, but shenanigans happen and he ends up fighting Creed um, in Liverpool. Uh, you know, I, the the first movie is much less about the opponent than it is about Rocky, which I would argue to some degree the first Rocky movie is more about Rocky than Apollo Creed, whereas the later movies are more about Mr. T and Yvonne Drago and things like that. Um, so it doesn't really matter who he boxes. It's really a, more about the relationship. So I didn't, it didn't really, you know, I, I thought all the boxers in this were fine. You know, I don't know. I, you're right. There wasn't really a strong villain in the, in the first one. Yeah. Uh, I I I I don't know. I always wanted there to be he. It, I don't know where they came up with the idea to to go out and get like a Liverpudlian. I guess he's he's from Liverpool, like yeah. a, a British fighter. I would have I would have gone the route of like a, another Rocky coming up, maybe like like from Philadelphia. Right across town from where um, 
Adonis is, and then it turns out that he's actually like a real big jerk, like a like a like a like a real shitty person, and then give him a reason to fight him. I, they kind of it's kind of just was random to me. Where where did like the need to fight this? There was there didn't seem to be any real motivation for him to fight um, those specific people well it was make a lot right it's it's and it's the same rockies you they're like three or four of the rocky movies where the gimmick is right. you know the guy the promoter guy the shady promoter guy comes in and says oh it'll be the biggest name you'll make millions off this it'll be <laughs> people will have to tune in you're like okay yeah. if you say so dude i guess it wasn't personal enough for me there was no there, there didn't seem to be enough well, skin in the game like I will again, and this is I have different thoughts on Creed and Creed Two, and I think Creed Two does do a much better job of of bringing back Drago and his son, and that's the villain of the movie, and and there were elements that I really liked, but I will say I do appreciate in the first movie the idea that it's I mean he doesn't win the fight in the end, right? Which by the way is a ripoff of Rocky and Rocky Balboa, but um, right, uh, it, it's not about the fight. It's not about the fight that first movie. They throw in the cancer. They throw in his relationship with Rocky, him coming to terms with his father. I do think that that is strong enough to carry the movie without needing a charismatic villain to punch out at the end. And I think if I liked anything about Creed, I think I, I thought Michael B. Jordan and Sylvester Stallone had great chemistry together. And when those two were on screen together, I thought it, it, they really, really uh, worked out well. Um, in their interactions. And I think that carried a lot of this movie. So the boxing was great, but ultimately it didn't really matter who he was fighting because that's not what the movie was about. And I'm okay with that. Yeah, it's it, again, it's it's more of that Rocky's old now. And now he's also a mentor kind of story. And in that in that regard, I'm okay with that because that was the, the logical next step for Rocky. Uh even his son at this point is kind of too old to be like the young upstart boxer. Um, was his son in this movie? Not really, right? I don't think. He, no, he does not make an on-screen appearance until Creed. Doesn't even make an appearance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I gotta go with one of my favorite. We always talk about the, our favorite quotes mm. from the Rocky movies, and um, in this case, it is um, for me. Uh, I'm cheating a little bit because it, it's been a while. I have to find it. It's uh, <laughs> I think yeah. I, I think right. I know what you're gonna say. Okay, so Rocky's and I, I I remember when I was watching this movie, I did like a double take. Like, wait, what? I thought there was a line of dialogue in between um, what Adonis said and what Rocky said. Like, I missed something. He, uh, Rocky goes, "Oh yeah, Apollo. He was a great fighter. Perfect fighter. Ain't nobody ever better." Adonis says. So how'd you beat him? Rocky goes, time beat him. Time, you know, it takes everybody out. It's undefeated. So he beat Apollo because Apollo died? Is that what he's saying? I He, out, he outlasted him in time, I guess. <laughs> but that wasn't what Adonis was asking. Adonis was asking how he beat him in the fight in Rocky 2. Had nothing to do with time. It just... Time beat him. You know, he's he's dead now and I'm alive. So I, I win. Like it's, it, I just, I think if I were Adonis, I'd probably just have shrugged it off as like, okay, he just got hit a couple of times, a little too hard. And, and uh, um, 
I don't know. Is is uh is that the quote you thought I was going to go with, or is no, there, there is there enough? There are a couple these the two either Creed movie isn't particularly quotable, but I did like the very uh again cliche line of there's one point in the movie where he points towards Creed's reflection in the mirror and he goes. That's the toughest opponent you're ever gonna have to face, and he's pointing to himself. And I'm like, really, movie? Oh, yes. Really? But no, I thought I thought you were gonna mention the like one joke in the movie where um, Creed, uh, uh, where Rocky has a Creed cell phone, and he takes a picture of a piece of paper with his phone, but Rocky keeps the paper, and and Rocky goes, "Hey, don't you want this with the paper?" He goes, "It's on this." He holds out his phone, and Rocky goes, "What well, if you lose it?" And Creed goes, it's already in the cloud. And Rocky looks up, he goes, what cloud? You know, like like in the most like slapsticky, like sort of bottom basement dad joke you could yeah. imagine. And I'm just like, oh, Rocky's Rocky. old. Get, get it? Get it? The, old. the joke is he doesn't understand He's how technology works. Yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, um, but Stallone sold it, so I'll give it to him. He, he sold the hell out of that line. Yeah, that was pretty good. It was it was one of those just one of those silly silly little moments that they they have. Uh, and um, you know, at least he didn't say what did what did uh, Charlie say in the last movie? What am I, an Indian? They uh, asked him if he had a reservation. Yeah, <laughs> it's like okay. So at least it, it wasn't it wasn't a. a I mean, harmful. It wasn't a harmful joke. Than to be like, fair, uh, that was 2006. Paul, it was a different time. It was a different time. It was. It was a different time. We are all the way up in 2015 now. Yes. Uh, uh, let's uh, just quickly uh, a couple of things I want to talk about Creed one, and then we can talk about Creed two as well. Uh, we didn't really get too much into Tessa Thompson's role uh, coming in as Bianca, no last name given, um, a singer songwriter with a hearing impairment. Uh, according to Wikipedia, uh, a storyline I could have done without. Oh, Matt just hung up on me. Why would he do that? This is very rude. Let's call him back. What do you say? I can't believe he did that. All right, we'll be right back. Perfect. Okay, Matt is back. We're talking Creed. Matt, any thoughts on Bianca? Oh, so talking about Bianca, I thought I thought she was good. I thought she worked as a as a good um, uh, a pairing. She were, she paired very well with Michael B. Jordan. I like that. I think that they're they they had. I wouldn't call it chemistry, but I would just say that they, they compatibility. Well. Yeah. Yeah, they were. Uh, the, I I didn't think she was bad. No, I didn't, I didn't think she was good. She, I mean, she was okay. She was fine. Um, I thought that she was. It was an interesting take, making her a character with um, like a disability. That wasn't something you really see from a main character in the uh, franchise up until this point, and it, I kind of. Uh, like kind of like that. I, I wonder if it might have been maybe maybe a little much, but maybe they could have given like it, it could have been flipped. Maybe uh, Adonis could have been the one with the hearing problem. I thought that would have been a kind of interesting take on it. Uh, you know, he has to fight twice as hard now. Um, 
but it was it, that's that just kind of is what made me think of it is like I guess it maybe it was good that she had it though because it's kind of like everybody's got their own conflict in a way and and she's a warrior too I'm thinking that's that's probably where they came out with that um that take or maybe they just wanted to give her something else to do other than just be like Adrian part two well. Yeah, I mean, that's what's interesting to me is, you know, again, Tessa Thompson, Michael B. Jordan, great chemistry. If they start together in another movie, I would watch it. But as I compare her to Adrian, which, I mean, Rocky and Creed are very similar movies um, in a lot of ways. To me, it was a little a little Bianca heavy. And at the same time, I didn't feel like she was a, as interesting of a character as Adrian was in the first Rocky movie. I just didn't think so. I agree with you. I think it's an interesting sort of development with the hearing impairment and all that. But I just, it really felt in a movie that had so many layers on it that that layer, it it subtracted more than it added for me. I think even worse so in Creed 2 when we get into the relationship and the pregnancy storyline, which I'm like, okay, come on. This is, now we really are just retreading the original Rocky movies. Um... But I thought she was fine. I mean, you know, not my favorite part of the movie. I would have gladly traded and seen more Felicia Rashad and less Tessa Thompson. Um, But, you know, they don't let me write the movies. Um, Matt, final question for you on this, uh, unless you have anything else to say. I did want to mention uh, Sylvester Stallone won the Golden Globe for Best Supporting Actor in this movie, nominated for an Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor, did not win. Uh, and he also, I believe those are the major um, awards that he won. It was nominated for a bunch of awards, but those were the ones he actually won. Um, you think that was earned? You think that was deserved first sly? Uh, it depends on who he was up against. Oh, right well, that's and, a uh, really good question. That I do not have the information. I'm gonna. I will bring that up while you're uh, stall for me while I look it up. I think, uh, yeah, it would depend on who he was uh, competing against that year. It was 2015. So if I remember correctly. All right. I have it here. Oh, boy. Let's see how you do. Okay. Um, His competition. 2015 wasn't that long ago somehow. It was only five years ago. It's going to go so badly. Five years ago, but it feels really feels like fifty years ago. Uh, I mean, that just might just be me personally, or it could be just the way that everything is now. But twenty fifteen, I think, what movies were out? I was going to say, name any movie that was nominated for an Academy Award that year. It had to be peak Marvel, right? I mean, you've got no Marvel's never won any Academy Awards. Well, I'm just talking about movies from that year in general. Oh, we're going to play that game later where you have to name the movies that came out that I was year. hoping I could get away with not having to play last, it. I, last I, episode, I, you got to do it. All right. Um, so uh, 2015, was that Skyfall? No, that was way after Skyfall. Skyfall was 2012. Mm, yeah, this is just going to take forever. Um Give me, give me his top competition. Oh, Who was, was it? I give oh, up. Okay, smart man. <laughs> uh, big movies that the Best Picture winner that year, Spotlight, uh, and Mark Ruffalo was nominated for oh, supporting okay. actor in that. 
Uh, also, a big year for The Revenant. Uh, Tom Hardy as supporting actor was nominated. Leo DiCaprio won for Best Actor in that film. Uh, the Big Short, also a big movie that year. Christian Bale was nominated for supporting actor. Um, and uh, the winner, weirdly enough, Mark Rylance from Bridge of Spies, which Mark Rylance is great. Don't know if he was better than those guys that year, but hey, what are you going to do? A lot of people, that's a mixed bag. You get like a, a weird mix of people. Like some people really like that movie, Bridge of Spies. I'm Other sure people it's are just fine. Like, it's fine. Yeah. You know, I'm sure it's the general consensus. But come on, Mark, it's Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. Come I'm on. surprised he didn't win. That was a uh, spotlight was a big movie that year. It sure but, was. Um, to answer your question, Sean, no. After you know <laughs> that, that long, long detraction, the answer is no. I don't think he deserved the uh, the nomination there. He, his competition was, I think, in in every way better than him. Uh, I didn't even see Bridge of Spies, but I could probably I've saw, I've saw the other movies on the list, and I would say they yeah I don't definitely better than him. I might make the argument. That Sylvester Stallone was better in Rocky Balboa than he was in Creed. Not by much. Not by a huge margin. I no, I agree with you there. I don't I don't think that's uh I think they were probably about the same, but I think the writing benefited him more. Well, in, and, and he wasn't a supporting actor in Rocky Balboa, he exactly. was the actor. He was, he was still the star. Um Maybe they were thinking that this would finally be the last Rocky movie. They were thinking, like, where can you possibly go from here? So they decided to just say, like, oh, we better give him a nod because this might be the last one that he does. Yes. Yeah, so he did Creed 2. The supporting actor category is very weird like that, where it's a lot more like Melissa McCarthy won an Oscar for Best Supporting Actress or was nominated. She might not have won, but she was nominated. I mean, it's kind of like you can really it's, throw a lot tough. of weird people in there. It's tough to and even even to qualify, like what what is a supporting <laughs> actor? Like I, I would say in the big short. I mean, if if Christian Bale was the was a supporting actor then who is like the main actor of that? Uh, one was not nominated, so I don't know who you would. Uh, was it um, Steve Carell, Ryan Steve Gosling? Carell? Yeah, like who? I don't know. It's, uh, what is a supporting actor? But that's it's you know you the thing categorize. is movies pick what they nominate, so they they picked it probably thinking if they put Christian Bale in with best actor, he wasn't going to win, so they put him in supporting actor. You know, it's kind of funny that way. Mm -hmm. Um, Matt, any other thoughts on Creed before we sort of focus on Creed 2? Uh, no, I, I, I thought it was, I thought it was very, very much okay. Definitely it re, it, you know, reused and recycled a, a good amount of very green previous. Yep. Uh, but no, I, that's, that, that kind of about covers it for me. Okay, well, then let's move on to 2018's Creed 2. Creed is back, and this time it's from the other movie. Uh, Ivan Drago is back with his son, um, uh, Victor, uh, Victor Drago, uh, who uh, comes out of the Ukraine at this point to come fight Donnie. Uh, Donnie and Bianca get uh, engaged and then married and they have a kid and it's a whole thing. Um, 
Victor and Donnie fight the first time, everyone's like, he's going to kill you. And uh, he almost does. But then he's kind of kicked out based on a technicality, which is kind of annoying because he punches him after the bell rang. So they have a rematch. uh, And in which case, uh, in the end, uh, Ivan throws in the towel right when Creed is about to beat Victor. um, And Donnie remains the champion. Hmm. I would say better in some ways than Creed 1. I thought um, Ivan Drago, Dolph Lundgren, was very good in this, along with his son. I thought his acting was compelling. I think the way they used the Drago character was very compelling, as this man who wasn't necessarily out for revenge, but just sort of, this was all he knew and all his son knew, and to win, they had to to beat Creed. And I appreciated that. I think it was a, a better use of some of the good surrounding characters. I would say still wasn't a fan of the Tessa Thompson, Bianca storyline as much and the pregnancy. And I thought that kind of took away from the movie a little bit. I thought the fights were very good. I thought the ending throwing in the towel was excellent. Um, I thought there should have been way more Brigitte Nielsen. I mean, I was watching this movie and I'm like, I would rather this movie be 70% Drago family drama. To be honest with you, we've done the Creed movie like this should have just been Drago and it's the Drago movie because that was when they're like meeting with the Russian bigwigs and Brigitte Nielsen comes in and I'm like, oh, shit. And then she's in the movie for like five minutes, which was really annoying. I was like, OK, they're in like the weird father son dynamic between the Dragos. I was like, this is something I want to see way more of. Oh, no, I could not agree more that. Uh, I feel like we were robbed of that in this movie, and I, I will say right out of the gate that I, I think Creed two is a better movie, um, than, than Creed. Uh, I, I was, I felt, I just found myself more invested, not saying by any means that it's, uh, better than any other movies, maybe, maybe better than Rocky four. No, probably better than Rocky four. Um, if we're going to rank them, I, I think I enjoyed it a little more. I won't even say it's really better than, than Rocky Balboa, but, in my mind, I, I enjoyed Rocky uh, Creed 2. I enjoyed Creed 2 much more than the first Creed. Uh, I just I don't know why. I just felt I think because the whole time I, I was watching, I was um, found myself thinking like, well, where where can we possibly go next? Like, what can we possibly talk about now? And sure enough, then they dug up the whole um, Ivan Drago stuff. And I was like, oh, well, they're, you know, they're, they're, they're doing what they do best. And they're going back to the source material and trying to recycle it. But this, it kind of makes sense because uh, Ivan Drago killed his father, Adonis's father. So you've got like that drama going on. And uh, I, I feel like that's really the, the answer to a lot of, uh, fan of needs right now. Like, like if you're a Rocky fan, this is where you, and you know, they introduce the character of Apollo Creed's son. You, you want to get that like vengeance go like a uh, plot line. And, and that's uh, this, this kind of, I think that this fulfills that. I love the throwing in the towel. Like you mentioned, I think that was a, that was a really great callback. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, you yeah. know, 
I think the big difference between Creed and Creed 2 for me is Creed 1 is a boxing movie. Creed 2 is a Rocky movie. And that's, I think, a big distinction where Creed 1 isn't necessarily a bad movie. It's a fine boxing movie, but you don't really hit that Rocky sweet spot until you have a good villain and someone actually to root for and theoretically against. And... You know, there's a great quote from Creed 2 that I'm going to read for you because I have to. Uh, I love the scene where Ivan Drago and Rocky are at the restaurant, sort of face-to-face for the first time since their fight. And and I think Dolph Lundgren was awesome in this role. I really, I think he was very good. And, and he looks at Rocky dead in the eye and he says, Because of you, I lose everything. My country. Respect. You ever see stray dogs in the Ukraine? They go for days without food. People spit on them. They are nothing. No home. Only will to survive. To fight. I have son. All he knows, and he raises his fists, is this. I mean, it's really compelling, and you're like, you you think of these movies as, as Rocky is the champion. High five. We did it. Everyone should love each other. Uh, you know, they did it. He's all, But then you're like, Drago lost. Like, whatever happened to him? And I think this movie really brings that reality forward and does a good, pretty good job of it. Uh, and actually... By the end of the movie, and I think my single f- most favorite thing about Creed 2, bar none, is the ending where Drago throws in the towel. A, movie gets credit. I should have seen it coming. It theoretically is cliche. I did not see it coming. I didn't thought Creed was just going to win. And I think it is an emotional moment because the movie takes all this time to set up the fact that we will win at any cost. And you see Ivan Drago change in his mind and even Victor not understanding why he did it. I I, th- I thought that was just so smart to to go in that direction at the final fight. Yeah, uh, I I have to say this this was to me this was the like answer to Creed one. I think you said it perfectly. Where where the first Creed was uh, just a boxing movie. You know, you could have I think you could have stuck any two people in the role of Rocky and Adonis. And it had a pretty good, like, just Rocky, like a boxing movie. Not necessarily a Rocky movie, but a, a fighting movie about, like, a, you know, a trainer and, and the, uh, the fighter coming up through the ranks. But this was a Rocky movie. This was a, I think this was, like, a movie for the fans of Rocky. Yeah. It's almost like with the first Creed, they took a step back to try to uh, maybe welcome in people who aren't that familiar with the franchise get them on board classic kind of reboot style almost and then this was like okay we've got something for the fans too it makes me think of the skywalker saga in star wars as as painful as that is to bring up because it was so terrible in every single way but um it reminds me of that as like the step back to welcome in a new generation and then things like Rebels and Clone Wars and uh, maybe the Boba Fett movie that's going to be coming out whenever uh, as a way to just like talk to the fans, like turn to your fan base and say, we're here for you, too. It's like a, it's it's that's that's just the first um, the first analogy that popped into my head. But see, a good a good franchise, Sean, doesn't have to do that. Look at. The Daniel Craig Bonds, which I always look back to as the best, the best like a like a textbook how to do a reboot. Love just I, just genius. Well, and 
and I think a great par- parallel to that is when you look at Creed 2, you know, Ivan Drago in Rocky Four is a caricature. He's the big muscle guy in the machine. I must break you, you know, and he has really no personality necessarily other than being a good villain. And in a good modern reboot, they take these one dimensional characters from these 80s movies and they try and give them dimension. And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. And I think it worked really well in Creed 2. You know, again, I go back to the scene in Russia which is something I think an old Rocky movie wouldn't have done, where you see him and his son meeting with the elite in Russia and his wife comes in and you see how it affects his son to see her there and how he has to calm him down and say, you know, he says, why are we even eating with these people? They treated you like shit. And to me, it was like, it was bringing such emotion to these characters that had never had it before in this franchise. Like you said, Daniel Craig is a great example of, of it going from sort of a caricature of a character to an actual human being. And I thought they really killed it with both Dragos in this movie in particular. And by the way, that's why the sort of Bianca stuff and some of the sideline stuff in this movie really bugged the crap out of me because I really wanted the other stuff and didn't care about the sort of cheesy fluff. It really wasn't about Creed as much in this movie for me. Yeah, it was Creed. I think, yeah, definitely took a like a side Side roll to Drago. I, I agree with you, though. Now that I, you think about it more, Drago really should have been in this more. It, it like it's almost like they they went right to the water's edge, but didn't jump in. Like they well, they waited in. But and not, could like, you imagine how yeah. fascinating a movie it would have been to call it Creed Two, and Creed doesn't show up till the one hour mark. Wow! And it, it opens in Russia or in the Ukraine. And it, it gives the backstory and it follows these characters and their lives. And Brigitte Nielsen is in it more. And literally, you don't see Creed until their first fight. That would be awesome. See, that's because we already know who Creed is. We just watched a whole movie about him three years ago. Right. You don't need I don't I got it. I'm on board. I like this Michael B. Jordan guy. You've sold me. Tell this other story and then bring Creed in later. That what a, what an intense experiment that would have been. Absolutely. Absolutely. But of course, I, I would never do that. <laughs> no, I, I think we could, because well, also once you have Michael B. Jordan in your movie, like you're going to use Michael B. Jordan in sure. your movie. Oh, and Stallone and all these people who wouldn't have been, and you Stallone, know, right. Dolph Lundgren doesn't put butts in the seats. So, right. exactly. Know, I as get soon it. as word of mouth got out, like, oh, well, they call it Creed, but he's not, he's not barely even in it. Like, but I know I agree how awesome that would have been. Um, I, from, from my perspective, I, I think that, yeah, I would have rather watch that movie but it's one of those movies we talk i think every that seems to be the the recurring theme here at every point is like <laughs> how there there's a really good movie in here somewhere you know you just got to kind of peel back the layers and maybe move some scenes around here and there or rethink certain uh plot lines well and, no, there's and- there is a movie in there there's a really good movie and that's uh, what i think is so fascinating is that when you look at the original set of Rockies, a movie like that, that's, I don't want to say cheesy because it's not, but a movie that's as straightforward as that is, you can get away with having some bad parts. You can get away with a lot because the sort of over the top parts make up for the difference. But when you go to a more modern sort of uh, realistic reboot of these franchises, you walk a much tighter line. Because you don't have the humor, you don't have the sort of over-the-topness to, to, to smooth out some of the wrinkles. Again, 
because you nailed it with the comparison, I'll bring back Daniel Craig, for every Casino Royale, you have a Spectre. And, and you have these movies where it's like you think you got it down, and it's so easy to mess it up. And I think these movies are fine. I think they could be better. But I think it's it, the Rocky franchise is very difficult to translate to modern film. And why I was shocked they were able to do it in Rocky Balboa as successfully as they did. And that's what's interesting about Creed and Creed 2 is these are the first Rocky movies. Sylvester Stallone had absolutely no involvement in the actual making of the film. He did not participate in the writing. He did not participate in the directing, which, again, for better. I think these movies are, by the way, fantastically directed. I think some of the shots are really great. It visually looks fantastic. Um, I don't know. Maybe they could have used more Stallone in the script room. Yeah, it's I don't know. I I I always think back though uh, to he takes risks with certain in certain areas, but then there's other areas like uh, I think one of the examples we talked about was the gym scene, right? In Rocky Five, was it? Um, the uh, where uh, Mickey's ghost comes out and <laughs> appears and like yeah, very weird. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so there are some decisions there and you're just like, oh, or how he wanted better yet, how he wanted Rocky to die at the end of Rocky five on the in the hospital, in the uh, ambulance on the way to the hospital. That was how the movie was going to end with him dying. Still like, think it would have been awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I really like this movie. I, I think I appreciated it much more. Uh, after talking about it today. But again, like we said, there's a, an even better movie kind of hidden in there somewhere. Yeah, I don't think I'm uh, as high on it as you are. I did enjoy it. Enjoyed it more than Creed. Enjoyed it more than I thought I would. Still straining to live up to some of the original Rocky movies. But I do think it was solid. And it, by the way, both very successful at the box office. Um, there is uh, whispers and rumors about Creed 3. TBD, um, you know, Matt, there are rumors that potentially could be the son of Clubber Lang. Yeah. Which I think is just a stupid really idea. I hope, <laughs> Good, I'm glad we agree. That. <laughs> that would be really dumb. All right, how about, uh, did, did you hear the other uh, idea that Stallone floated? Was this the immigrant one? Yeah, Rocky meets yeah. a young, angry person who got stuck in this country when he comes to see his sister. He takes him into his life and they wind up south of the border. It's very, very timely, he says. I think that one could... Uh, I think if no, you let, think if you let Stallone write it, I'm in. No, yeah, yes. I would love to watch it. I. It's not going to be good. Oh, no, no, I, it's going to be a mess. But the other one sounds like equally a mess, like just a dumb mess, the Clubber Lang, Clubber Lang son. Is Mr. T still alive? He is, right? I hope so. Oh no! Now I'm really unsure. I, I think he's quickly still Google alive. is Mr. T he's, alive. Uh, Mr. T, he is alive. He's 68. Oh, okay. He's a lot younger than I thought. Okay, love Mr. T. Uh, don't want anything bad to happen to Mr. T. So, no. and do you uh, do you know about the the third thing that has been floated, which is a potential prequel television series? I assume set in the 70s. That I did hear about about a young Rocky. I believe we talked about it when we talked it when we when we did Rocky Balboa. Did we? Um, I think that one of all of them seems to be the most likely. 
think they've even like finished scripts for that one and things like that. Hello. We've got a friend, a visitor for the pod. He's got his own uh, little boxing gloves on his feet. If you can see little white boxing gloves on his feet. Yeah, he's he's ready. Ready to go go the go the distance, cat. Um yeah, I think the TV series we I think we did talk about this okay. on, on a previous episode, but I I uh I would probably watch it. I'd probably watch like the first episode just to see what it what it is. I would be kind of concerned, but I, I, I am a big fan of the like historically set prestige series like an eight like if it was like an HBO like aggressively 70 set serious sort of gritty sort of like I'm I'm on board for that. Do I think that's what they pull off? I don't know. But in theory, I think it's interesting. Hmm. Um, Matt, I have got a challenge for you. We've done this on every one of these Rocky episodes, and I'm going to make you do it one more time, but I'm going to make it easy. I'm going to I'm going to give you some slack here. You're going to thank me. So I would usually ask you the top 10 films of the given year the movies came out, but I'm going to give you something a little bit easier. And we'll start with Creed 1, 2015. At the end of the year, at the end of 2015, Creed was ranked the 29th highest grossing film. It grossed $109 million domestically. I'll give you any five of the 28 movies listed above it in 2015. (sighs) Okay. Now, I'll give you one other hint. None Hmm. of the Oscar nominated... No, I'm sorry. One of the Oscar nominated movies we discussed is on there. And all the rest grossed below it. Uh, I don't know. I I feel like I have already proven that... Come on. Believe in yourself. Believe in yourself. Well, we talked about Spotlight, so that's got to be on there, right? Uh, It is not. That That was below Creed. Uh, really? Yes. More people, they're saying more people went to see Creed than Spotlight? Oh yeah, for sure. Spotlight wasn't like a huge, uh... No, that's true. It was was like an Oscar baby kind of success. Uh, 2015. 2015. I I will say we had a a record-setting movie that year. Of course, you could say that about... And it was big. I mean, yeah, again, Matt, franchises. We've moved into the modern film era. It's all about the franchises. We're way past. You said record breaking, but we're way past Avatar. Yep. We're like almost a decade removed from Avatar. Thank God. I mean, <laughs> I mean, literally above Creed, I count one, two, three, four, five, uh, six, seven, eight. 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. So half of them are sequels. Uh, well, was was this Wreck-It Ralph? Was this Wreck-It Ralph Breaks the Internet? Was that 2015? Uh, no, actually, I think you're splitting the difference between the first and the second. I think the first was before it and the second was after it. I don't know what you, I don't, your words made no sense. The first Wreck-It Ralph was before 2015 and Wreck-It Ralph Race the Internet was after 2015. Oh, okay. I think you're right in the middle. It's right in the middle. I I see. Okay. Oh boy. Just literally guess anything. We're going to be here all day. Uh, yeah. Again, the biggest franchises of the last five to 10 years. Are all Marvel movies. Okay. Do you want to guess one? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there are two Marvel movies above you Creed. Said those didn't count, or no, those didn't count for uh, our what we were talking about. Yeah, before. the Oscars. No, no, no. These are Gosh. highest highest grossing, and they're two. 
All right, 2015 had to be um, Age of Ultron. Yes, there you go. Third yes, highest okay. grossing movie that year. And then Civil War. No, Civil War was uh, after. Okay. Because usually uh, they do a team-up movie, and then they do a single character movie. Winter Soldier. No, uh, I think this would be before. All right. Uh, Age of Ultron... And then we're talking. But this single... came out. This came out. Age of Ultron came out that summer, and this film came out the the fall after it. Immediate follow up. Introduced oh, a new character. Oh, I got it. I've got it. I've got it. Uh, this is it's it's uh, oh man, Groot. It's his no, little team. it's not Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians no. of the Galaxy. No, no, an individual hero. One of the least beloved Ant Man. Ant-Man, there you go. Yeah, you got Ant Man number right. fourteen that year, one hundred and eighty million. I saw that one in theaters. That was uh, one of the last movies I think I saw before I, prior to moving to DC. Back yeah. in twenty fifteen. Twenty fifteen. Uh, Matt, we've got uh, number one and number two. Even if you can get one of those, would be great. Again, massive. Fran- one of them was a reboot of a franchise that hadn't seen a new movie in decades. A reboot of a franchise that hadn't seen a movie in decades. It originally Sean, ha- it had a couple sequels. Oh, until you said that, I was going to go with the Jungle Book. No, was no. that 2015? It's it's a hundred per uh, Jungle. No, I think earlier. Okay. Um, no, a massive franchise. They've they've already made a sequel to it and are making another one coming out soon. And it, okay, so if I if I get this right, if I I'm understanding you here. This is a movie that was out. It was a movie a long time ago. A movie that was very successful in the 90s. In the 90s. They made three of them in the 90s. And then the and then f- never touched. The, oh, Ghostbusters. No, that's 80s. Yeah, and it's not Ghostbusters. Yeah, I was going to say that. It grossed phena- to $650 million. They made the, three of the movies in the 90s? The original director famous famous director don't remember if he came back to do these one of the biggest franchises of the 90s oh my god this is so painful <laughs> you can do this matt i it's, am drawing a complete blank here you've the main star of the movie is also was the main star of a movie you already mentioned tonight This was his other sort of big role right around this time that cat that that took him from sort of nobody into the stars. The only person I'm thinking of right now is Robert Downey Jr. Is, no, is but that... it's they're in the MCU. I'm really trying here. Mark Ruffalo. No, more likable <laughs> and charming. He went he went from pudgy sitcom guy to hunky movie guy. Pudgy sitcom guy to hunky movie. You're gonna guy. feel so dumb <laughs> when I tell you the answer. I'm, I'm really enjoying all these. They've little made things. they've made theme park rides out of the franchise. One of the highest grossing franchises. No, it's not Disney. Not Disney. No. But but they made theme park rides out of it. They sure did. Successful theme park rides. Relatively. It, it's a it's a franchise that lends itself well to a theme park. <laughs> Jumanji. Oh my god! You're so, oh my god! Are you doing this on purpose? 
Goosebumps. I'm I'm so mad. I'm so you're mad. You are you are doing this to me. You're trying to drive me crazy. I I I, I genuinely have no idea. I am drawing a one hundred percent. Oh my! This is I'm, I I don't want to tell you because I keep I keep trying to come up with clues. Like I'm I said, they've already clues. made a sequel. Yeah. And uh, to the reboot, and they're making another one. Why? Wildly successful. Wildly successful. Mid nineties, they made three movies. Uh huh. Or just in the nineties in general, resurrecting a franchise. And I will that say, been... the first movie, one of the biggest of all time. The second one pretty good, and the third one terrible. And then that's why they didn't reboot it for a while. But again, Aladdin. Famous director. Not Aladdin. One of the most famous they directors. Said it wasn't Disney. It's and it's it not animated. Disney. Not animated. Maybe that's what's tripping me up. It's not animated. It's live. Live action. And it is a, a beloved franchise. Well, c- clearly. And you said it's one of the most famous directors of all time. Uh, for sure. For sure. For sure. We've talked about his movies on the show before. That's not a helpful clue. Um, <laughs> what else about this movie? I'm really, I'm really. Give me like a tagline from the movie. Like the, something uh... that the main character says. It inspired a meme that was this. I'm holding my hands out. <laughs> wait, wait, what? Inspired a meme. A meme of somebody holding their hands up. Yes, and stopping. Nicholas Cage. Stopping Nicholas something. Cage no, and they they were stopping. They were they were calming them down. The the main character is an animal wrangler of sorts. Oh, you totally gave it away right there. I had to. I had to. We're talking about Pokemon. Oh, my God. I'm just going to just fucking. When Matt disappears, you're going to know exactly what happened. It was me. I did it. Did the the dinosaurs get me? Because you're talking about Jurassic Park. I can't. I can't. Again, (laughs) the main actor of this movie is a main actor in a group team up Marvel movie. Yeah, I just said it. It's Jurassic Park. It's yes, it's Jurassic yeah. World. Yeah, Thank yeah. you. Oh my God, that I was said so. The dinosaurs are going to get me. That was so painful. I just, I was so mad. I missed it. Yes, Jurassic Sean, I, World. I, I will be honest with you. I did not know that movie until like the very when you said it was Animal Wrangler. <sighs> then I thought, but like, tell crap. me, did, were any of my clues wrong? No, they were all spot on. Okay. I, I just, I was not, I was not in that realm <laughs> at all. I, I could not have been further away. And do you want to know that world? Do you want to know the worst part? You still haven't named the number one movie of 2015. Which, by the way, you have mentioned it on the show tonight. Uh, no, now, now I'm just thinking it's a damn shame. I was at Target the other day, yesterday, and I had a Jurassic Park shirt in my hand. And I thought about buying it and wearing it for the podcast oh, tonight man. and how awesome that would have been. I would been have been like, it's on your shirt. <laughs> it's on your shirt. You're wearing you it dumb on your shirt. But Matt, um, Matt, can you do me a favor and hold up the shirt you are wearing? Oh, yes. It's a Star Wars shirt. Okay. And what was the number one movie of 2015? Not Star Wars. What was the number one movie of 2015? 2015. Sean, they never made a Star Wars movie oh after my, you're, the Jedi. You're, it ended you're, there. You're just, they never made a sequel. I, 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 why do we even, you're just torturing it, me now. <laughs> the Force Awakens was the number one film of 2015. Oh, never, never heard of it. Also on the list uh, in the top couple, Inside Out, Furious 7, Minions, Hunger Games, Mockingjay Part 2, The Martian, Cinderella, and Spectre, which we know well. Now, Matt, please, can we just 
try to get through this very quickly. 2018. Oh, I don't know why we're doing this. Creed 2 was the 28th, 28th ranked movie that year. Can you name any other movie, literally any other movie that came out in 2018, two years ago? Besides Creed 2? Bes- yes, besides Creed 2. <laughs> uh, two years ago, uh, I know... Oh, because, you know what I know, Sean? Because it was one of my favorite movies of all time. That's not true. Pacific Rim Uprising. Yes, it did come out in 2018. No, The Green Book. The Green Book came out in 2018. Um, Best picture that year. That's true. It ranked 36th below Creed Mm -hmm. 2. But yes, we'll we'll count it. I enjoyed that movie very much. Uh, Also... That movies that came out in 2018. There's three Marvel movies on here. Endgame? No, earlier. Endgame didn't come out in 2018? No, 2019. 2019. Uh, okay, so the Snap one. Yes, Infinity uh, War was number Infinity two. War. There you go, yes. Um, then... Green Book. It was a big year for Michael B. Jordan. Oh, because that's the same year that um, that his other Marvel movie came out. Black Panther, number one Black that Panther, year. Yes. Yes, you're getting this. Uh, this is just going to take forever. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom also came out that year. Incredibles 2, Aquaman, Deadpool 2, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Mission Impossible Fallout. Uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, Fantastic Beasts, colon, The Crimes of Grindel, Grindel, Grindel. Uh, Ready Player One also came out that year. So let's let's end this right away, please, for the love of God. All right, Matt, do you have any final thoughts? Uh, We have to rank the two Creed movies on our boxing scale, and then I think we should rank all uh, seven of them, eight of them. Let's do it. Uh, uh, Creed? Creed One. That's a... Solid, respectable nine for me. Okay, a little, little better than Midway. Yeah. Yeah, I would say Creed, I'm going to give it seven. Mm-hmm. Solid. Solid right down the middle. How about Creed 2 for you, Matt? Uh, I'll be honest, those extra two points for me came from the cheesesteak scene. Just awesome. God, awesome that was work. such a good... Mm, just Real good looking cheesesteak. That authentic Philadelphia. <laughs> um... You know, we, we've talked this entire time, we've we've talked about this franchise being set in Philadelphia. I don't think we've made one Will Smith joke the whole time. One, not, I, not know, a single can I be honest with you, Matt? I've never, I've never been to Philadelphia, and I know almost nothing about it. Um, like, I don't even know fun facts. I the Liberty even, Bell is there? I guess that's, like, all I know about Philadelphia. Yeah, and cheesesteak. You know, cheesesteak. There's a great documentary out there. It's called It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I honestly, you you just know everything about the city. That's about the history. I do know. Yes. Uh, Rocky Creed Two, Creed Two ranks for me at. um, 11. I think it gets the 11. 11 rounds. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get pretty respectable. I'm going to give it 10. I I think you're you're pretty close. I I agree with you. Very good movie. Um, All right, Matt. I'm going to challenge you here. Eight Rocky movies. Rockies one through four, Rocky Balboa Creed and Creed 2. Let's rank them from worst to first. 
do you want to go first or would you like me to? Uh, I think that being the gentleman I am, I'm going to go ahead and, and concede this to you. Yeah. All right. Take it uh, away. For me, I break these into three groups. The, 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 the great, the good, and the forgettable. And I would say in the forgettable category, I'm going to throw the worst, which is Rocky Five, And I'm also going to throw Rocky Two in there. Those are my bottom two. In the good category from worst, I would say Creed, the original Rocky, and Creed Two. Good, don't blow me away. And then in my top tier, again, from worst to best, Rocky Three, Rocky Balboa, and Rocky Four. And now Rocky Balboa and Four are basically interchangeable for me. I call that basically a tie. But that's my one and two. What what, what would you say, Matt? Wow. Yeah, that's that's respectable. I think that's a that's a a very logical way to order it. The brackets. I didn't think about that. Uh, my worst to first. I, I did not prepare this ahead of time, I, so bear with me. But I'm going to say uh, the worst of the franchise. Uh, would be Rocky Five. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think that's that's a pretty easy one. Um, then I think from there, just kind of climbing up the ladder from there, uh, Rocky. No, I think maybe Creed. Creed would be the next one up. Okay. So you got Rocky Five. You got Creed. Uh, I was, was I was bored by a lot of it. Uh, <laughs> I had a hard time like focusing on stuff. No, I think that's totally uh, fair. After Rocky, all right, five, we got Creed. We're climbing up that ladder. So this would be like the last one in that low that low bracket uh, for me would be Rocky. Uh, Rocky. Wow. See, it would, it would be easy if they were all like right in well, front of me. I could kind of manipulate uh, well, them. But I would say – I would say the first Rocky. I'd say Rocky, okay. Rocky one would be well, the original would be that that third one. Okay, so um, you've got five Creed and Rocky one. Five Creed, Rocky one. Then we got the middle bracket. Yeah, we'll start that off with with uh, with Rocky Balboa. Okay. Oh, okay. I think, I think no, 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 no. I think Rocky Balboa really should be a little higher on the okay. list. Okay. So I'm going to say two or, I gotta two or three. Or... three. I'll put three in there. Okay. There's Creed 2 as well out there. Someone's shooting fireworks outside. Oh. Happy <laughs> August 13th, everybody. Yeah. It's fun. Okay. Um, sorry about that. So we said Rocky 5. Yeah, you've got five Creed, Rocky one, Rocky three. Five Creed, Rocky one. So you've got two, four Balboa and Creed two left. Do you want to start from the top and say your favorite first? Would that be easier? Yeah, that might be. That, okay. that actually might be. And then we can kind of kind of fill in the middle. Exactly. Okay. So I'm, then I'm my, writing this my down. Number one movie, number one Rocky film on this list goes to uh, Rocky Rocky 2. Yeah, what? Rocky 2. Yeah. <laughs> I'm shocked. That's that's probably my favorite. I'm, I, I'm absolutely shocked. 
I don't know. It, it may, it's just like, because it's a classic Rocky, you know? It's like, how but do it, you... like, it's not. It is. It's Like, you know, 4 you is a more classic fight. Rocky. I, I like, yeah, but introduce it. You get a little bit more in-depth with Apollo Creed. I, I think Rocky 2 is, is at the top. Uh, okay, well, I got it written um, down. And then Rocky Balboa would be second. Okay. And then... So you pretty much just have four and Creed two left. So Creed four, four would be above Creed two. So four would be third. Okay. Creed two would be in the middle, like at fourth. Yeah. And then it goes three, Rocky one, Creed one, Rocky five. Yeah. I'm wondering if I might, I might want to swap three and two. Okay. The thing is I, I didn't, I, I, this is our personal favorite list, not like what I think is the best. If it was like what I think is the best list, it would be totally different. Yeah. But like if you ask me any like what Rocky movie would you most want to rewatch right now, it would probably always be three. So I'm going to put three. Yeah, but let's put three at the top. OK, moving from the middle to the top. OK. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would say, Matt, if you asked me which Rocky movie I'd rewatch right now, it'd be four. But I agree with you. Three is very good for me. One and two are almost like one really long movie. And that's what I struggle with, because two, I do think is a little better than one. But for me, it's just re- one really long movie and things don't sort of turn until you get to three. I think we both agree. Rocky five is probably the only truly bad movie on this list. Yes. I would rather watch any other one except five. I mean, even Stallone admits that that yeah. you know he just made it for the oh, for the paycheck. Total trash, uh, and oh. funny at, at parts, but total trash. I, I think we both respect Rocky Balboa a lot for what it brought to the franchise, and that that's a solid movie. I think we both respect Creed and Creed Two as solid reboots of a beloved franchise. I think we both appreciate Four for its cheese and campiness. So I think we're 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 in agreement on a lot of this. Hmm. Three, yeah, three. Just I don't know. I, I like the uh, oh, three is the great. Silliness Look, of some of it, I, I will take Thunderlips and Mister T any day. It's got the yeah. I think it's got. It's just got the good balance. Because it because uh, it is. It's like you're going away from the seriousness of Rocky and Rocky Two, but you're not fully to the like over the topness of Rocky Four. It does a good job right. splitting the difference. I totally agree with you. Mm-hmm. Awesome! Ooh. Wow, Matt, can you we believe did we did it all? Eight movies. <laughs> we went the distance, Sean. We did it. Yo, yo, Matt. Yo, Matt. We did it. <laughs> what should I pull up the speech from Rocky Four at the end? If we just all love each other. <laughs> we, all, we, I can change. I you can, change. You can change. <laughs> we all change. That's it. That's the speech that defeated communism single-handedly. God, I, I don't remember reading about Rocky in the history books. Yeah, he, but... he's he's in there. Maybe I just missed it. Um, Wow, Matt. Well, you know, I think, and you and I both agree on this, that this is only the first step in our full-on Sylvester Stallone watch through. That's right. We're going to watch every single Sylvester Stallone movie from over the top to Tango and Cash and everything in between. Cliffhanger, Demolition Man, stop or my mom will shoot. Judge Dredd. You name it, we're going to watch all of them. No, that's not true. I lied. (laughs) <laughs> you didn't even say Rambo. I did not. First Blood, which which probably Classic. is a top 40 movie for me. I do really like First Blood a lot. That is a charming movie. It is. It's, it's, it's got, it's definitely got a lot. There's a lot there. Yeah, that's fun. 
that would be a fun uh, commentary episode, I think, to do First Blood. Sure. Um, yeah, this uh, this all started several months ago, and oh. two major moves for both of us. Yeah, our lives are completely different. <laughs> it's ruined both our lives. That's the magic, the magic of Rocky. The magic of the movies. Uh, Matt, I think what's exciting is we're done with Rocky. It was a great trip. Thank you. This was your suggestion. I had never seen a single Rocky movie, and I will be honest with you, Matt. I enjoyed it. It was a good choice. I'm glad we watched them. They had a lot to talk about. I can now say I've seen them and get the references. So thank you. Good good call. Absolutely. Anytime. This is why I don't pick what, the movies. You pick the movies. This um, is what we do. I don't know. You picked TMNT, and that was a, a bit of a fan. It was, it, was, it was a hit. It was a hit. Mm-hmm. And we're going to do more commentaries. Matt, we've got so much great stuff coming up on the show in the next couple of weeks, months, years. Uh, not only are we planning a, a book club coming up, we're going to do some coronavirus-themed episodes. Um, and... Did you forget about Sean Temper? Because I didn't. I I didn't either. I uh-huh. I've been thinking about it. Yeah, it's I'm two actually weeks, kind of excited for two Sean weeks away. Temper. I have I been planning be... Sean Temper since March Madness. Oh, man. So yeah, I've got I, ideas. I knew, I, I knew that you weren't going to forget, so I definitely didn't. Do, do so, you do you want a very small tease? Absolutely. I plan. I got a bracket challenge. Okay. I've got a. Return of an ancient concept from the show, going back to our early days. Sean, I'm not eating bugs again. Okay, I have another (laughs) idea now. And guest slash guests, plural. Oh, no. And I'm going to leave it at that. So... Um, are we gonna have a roast? Is it, are you gonna roast yeah, me? Yeah, we're Is gonna this... roast you, Matt. Sean, Sean Temper roasts Matt. <laughs> you know what I hate about Matt? He's too nice of a guy. Look at this jerk over here with what, his with, New with, Jersey apartment. With his being handsome and friendly. <laughs> we used to just all say really nice things about you. Um, uh, where does he get off having a family? Um, <laughs> Yeah, Matt, it's, there's so much great stuff coming up on the show. We appreciate everyone sticking around. We you know, apologize for our, our summer hiatus, but we're back. We're back. We're back in action. Things are looking up. You can go to upfordebate.tv uh, and get all of the past episodes, including the past Rocky episodes. This has been a Coffee and Beer production, executive produced by Matt Mariani and Sean Jennings. To learn more, visit coffeeandbeer.tv.